0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Dank Farrick, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Carlos, and I'm here with the other host, Tyler. Tyler. And today we're going to talk about Star Wars Visions, the anime show that came out fairly recently. I mean, we've been around in a bit but we have to cover it up by talking a lot about this whole season that came out in a single day, which made us have a lot of fun work.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of fun watching this. What uh,
0: What is your relationship with anime, Tyler?
1: So I'm not a huge anime guy now. Um, when I was a kid, I used to watch things like Yu Yu Hakusho and Dragon Ball Z. Um, I was really big on that. And then I just kind of, like, grew out of it. Like, I didn't really care for it anymore. And now I really don't watch any anime. Um, I guess the closest thing would have been, like, uh, maybe Avatar The Last Airbender, if that counts. Right, that's, like, American. That was, was like, the most recent thing that I got into when... I mean, that was at least, like, 10 years ago. But still, it's been a long time since I've enjoyed anime. Like... Uh, some of my good friends still watch anime and try to get me into it. And I, I don't know. I just don't care for it. Like it, it's just not my thing. So when this was coming out, I was like apprehensive, but I think especially cause it's labeled as non-canon, I don't think it can hurt anything. I think any star Wars content is, is good content to have. Um, it, you know, I was looking forward to watching it regardless and just seeing like what kind of stuff people come up with.
0: Yeah. So My relationship with anime is I really dislike anime. Uh, I do have strong feelings about it. Um, I think, like, as a kid, I never really cared for uh, like Pokemon or any of that shit. Mm -hmm. The only one that I kind of dig dug was uh, uh, Yu Gi Oh! But I guess I don't know, but I like
1: Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh!
0: Yeah, exactly. So those were like the big famous ones. Um, you know yeah. but i i was never really into it i liked a lot of like live action kid shows like right. power rangers and shit like that which yeah. is also trash of course make no mistake <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah i i really didn't really care for anime actually i have a friend who i showed the star wars movies recently uh, and our deal was i'll show him star wars the whole thing and he'll show me his favorite anime that was like a a, a culture clash you know where we trade the off, whole thing the, yeah, so I showed him like the first six Star Wars movies, but then he he liked it so much that he watched all of the Clone Wars and all of the all, all of the roles and everything. So yeah, one for the dark side, uh, and then I watched Death Note, and okay. I really disliked. <laughs> I think thing, it has to do a lot with the fact that that we watched it all like in a single day, and that was probably like whatever it would be in a single day would. Be How way long too was much. Death Note? It's like thirty six episodes. Okay.
1: It's just a single
0: so, season. Yeah, it's like a single thing. Oh, okay. Which is, which is nice, because a lot of animes go on forever. Like exactly. It's so that's why
1: I was like, that's kind of an unfair trade-off. Like, you watch six movies, and you watch 150 episodes of some shit. No,
0: no, no, no. 36 episodes. Which, yeah, I, like I say, like we watched it over the course of like one day, one day and a half. Yeah. And it was just too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I just I just kind of find anime to be like... Uh, at least the, the anime I've been exposed to, which I... I I confess my ignorance about the the whole genre to a certain extent, uh, yeah. but a lot of the 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 thing the, the the anime that I've been exposed to, I feel like it's kind
1: of like cringy teenage edge edge type. Well, a you know, lot of it concept. is, but I mean, deep down, like you know, my friends have showed me some some rare gems that I think like are very unappreciated or undiscovered by people like us who just like criticize anime. But then there's like actually like good stories and things like that that come right. out of it. So that's why I was like apprehensive about visions, but at the same time, like excited to see what people could come up with.
0: Same, same. And if you watch uh, this show, and there, there's like a I like a special features in the Disney Plus uh, app. Oh, I didn't, I didn't watch that. Yeah, yeah where they, the 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 makers of the show kind of talk about how it it's kind of like a two way gateway drug. Like for yeah. fans of anime, this is like a cool way into Star Wars, and for far, fans of Star Wars, this is like a cool way into anime if you yeah. are not a fan of of both of those. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to say, right when the first one started, the duel, which was the black and white, like yeah. Kurosawa style, yeah. Yeah, short. Yeah. Oh, I was dialed in. Yeah. That was good. That was, that was easily
1: good. my favorite one. The duel. But but I question
0: how much of that is, like how much anime right now is, is kind of like that. Yeah. Or how much is that just, Uh, informed by kurosawa because i do love kurosawa movies and i feel like this this anime is trying to emulate that but i don't think that anime is the way animes are popularly portrayed
1: obviously obviously i'm no anime expert but i have seen things that have similar aesthetic to Mm -hmm. kurosawa's film work and I would say that this particular episode I think they put a special emphasis on that just because of the special tie that it has to George Lucas and Star Wars. But I d- I don't necessarily think that anime itself doesn't have any kind of Kurosawa vibes. Like there's a lot of you know little moments within like of kind of like samurai duels and like these little right, right, right. moments between characters. Like I think it that those things are in there. In, out, uh, you know, in different uh, anime things, but in this, I, I think they wanted to make a special focus on that because they're paying tribute to the man who basically gave gave inspiration for Star Wars.
0: Yes, and how cool was it that they have like a lightsaber? Um, I don't even the know what sheath? to call it. Yeah, 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 it looked like a like a like an umbrella without the umbrella. You know, <laughs> it's like an umbrella holder. <laughs> The uh, yeah. and and uh, right like you can tell right away the canon sh- 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 canon or whatever because it's out the window yeah because they're they're talking about like Sith like you're a Sith Lord or whatever like there there's sits in this show are a dime Diamond Dozen you yeah know, they're everywhere the rule, <laughs> the rule of two um and you know what was weird too that a lot of these episodes well I found it kind of curious they were. They were uh, centered around Kyber crystals, around the, yeah, the a lot of them were yeah of Kyber crystals. Which yeah. I think it's curious because, as far as I understand, and I may be wrong, but the whole concept of visions is that each episode was given to a different animation studio, and they were told do whatever, whatever you want. Correct. Uh But I wonder how much like inter interlocking was there between studios, and that if is, they all yeah, that just is a good point. S- because yeah. I was
1: thinking of that same thing as well. But here's my thing when when I think about that. It's like, why are so many of them tied to kyber crystals? And I think like, yes. well, look at other animes, right? And we think of, you know, obviously for Star Wars, the Force is what gives, you know, people their powers and things like that. But what gives lightsabers their powers, and it it's the kyber crystal. So it makes sense that a, a visual, tangible thing that you know people can interact with and use especially with something like sword fighting which is very japanese centric um i think really lends itself to the genre that they really tried to put the characters in these positions where they had to use the kyber crystals in some kind of way to like make their you know lightsabers special or work or you know whatever the case was yeah, um,
0: I mean, it, I feel like they they explored the mythology of Kyber crystals deeper,
1: deeply more than, in this more show, than Star more than, Wars than the actual actual canon. content. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like only like Rogue One sort of. I mean, the Clone Wars does, but like in the the big
1: stuff, Movies, you know, Rogue the One. Episodic.
0: Rogue, which Rogue One isn't, but still, the the whole point is they really don't explore a lot of that, and it's kind of curious that they do in here. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think it's probably something to do with how tight it is to Japanese uh, tradition. Right. Like the whole right. the whole concept of the samurai and the sword. Um, right. What was the deal with the... So, my <laughs> the first thing that sticks <laughs> out to me, <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, is the fucking Astro Boy thing. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, what, episode, the what the fuck? like it. I saw the thumbnail oh. and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then yeah. I watched it, and I, I actually ended up enjoying it, but I also thought, who came, like, who, why, what? Like, the whole thing now is did, like...
1: Did that guy actually make Astro Boy?
0: I don't know if he did. I don't think he did. Some A friend of mine told, told me that he saw an interview when, that they, they talked about how Astro Boy was the inspiration.
1: And everyone was wondering,
0: why the fuck was Astro Boy the inspiration? Yeah, <laughs> I connection?
1: mean... Dude, anime guys are just kind of strange when it comes to like what their creative choices are. You just have to roll with it. Yeah, but it,
0: yeah, I know. And I and I ended up enjoying it to be honest. Uh, but at, at the beginning it was very very whimsical. It was like Willy Wonka level levels of, you know.
1: <laughs> it was dude, like this dude for me for me it was definitely the band episode. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, no, that was also weird. But I also kind of dug, dug it because, what, <laughs> what the fuck? But I, I do, I do enjoy the more outdoor episodes because of that. You know,
1: I think uh, it took them. I, I think it took guts in a way. Like, so I respect it on that level. It's like who yeah. in their right mind would think of this shit?
0: Tattoo rhapsody.
1: Yeah, and especially with the name like that, I was like, oh, Queen. Like, I love this. Like, and then I watched. it I'm like, oh my god, like this is so cringy with the fucking, the the HUD well, that yeah. has, like, the fucking nose ring and shit. I'm like, what? Who fucking the thought no, of this? I don't even remember that.
0: I don't even remember. Yeah, oh, the, was it the, 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 the bass player?
1: The, the guy they captured that Boba had to go yeah, after. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's I the other thing. The, it's like, my favorite fucking character of all time is in this episode that I hate the most.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the only character, as far as I can remember, that was brought in from the movies right every other character is like a new uh, invention
1: i mean jabba and Pip right, right 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 no, in yeah. that episode
0: right 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 but, uh, but uh, as far well, as like episode, main
1: characters or like e- characters that have influence on the episodes yeah that they're the only ones i think the,
0: that's the only episode that brings in real people from the yeah real people
1: quote unquote yeah <laughs> <from> <laughs> the,
0: <laughs> it's all made up yeah. um but yeah, that that was a weird one. Uh, uh, also, I, I have a question. Did you watch it in English or in Japanese? So with I watched it
1: in English uh, because I knew there was going to be some famous people doing some of the voices, including uh, Tamara Morrison, who plays Boba Fett. Did he appear so in that episode? He did. Oh, and shit. it was very strange. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because he was like, a, what the, like, what, he looked like a Funko Pop, you
1: know? Yeah, exactly. It literally looked like a Funko Pop, or like a baby version of himself. Like it was creepy, <laughs> but you know, I, just, I watched like, in shit on the music. Yeah, I, I was going Sunco. to until I until I found out about like the famous actors who were going to be doing some of the roles.
0: What, were the who else was who else? Did let me roles? let me look
1: it up real quick. Because
0: if I had known. But I do enjoy. I I do think it's like. So, the, okay, I have the, the list. Listen. Yeah.
1: So I, I don't have all the episodes they're in, just because it shows all their names and stuff. But mm-hmm. David Harbor. Oh okay. Allison Bree. Okay. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh wow. Neil pa- Neil Patrick Harris. Right. He does a lot of voice voiceover. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Who else? Kyle Chandler. You'd know him if you saw him. Uh Masi Oka, who was Hiro Nakamura in Heroes. Oh okay. Let's see anyone else crazy. Uh the guy who played Shang Tsung in the original um the original Mortal Kombat movies? No, I don't know him. You don't know him?
0: No, I, I had never seen those movies.
1: You've never seen the original Mortal Kombat?
0: No. Jesus let's, Christ. Let's talk about Mortal Kombat now.
1: Oh my God! We're <laughs> gonna start another podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, but okay. So the big ones to me—that's basically are, it. But yeah.
0: So just—I mean, nobody has anything to do in during lockdown, so I, I can see why they're all like <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh,
1: agreed. That's to, a cool well, one. Yeah, I like him a lot.
0: I mean, yeah, he's not as famous as he used to be, anyway. Right? Like he doesn't I mean,
1: His star powers sort of died down.
0: Right. 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 Which is fine. I mean, I'm sure he's doing other stuff with the uh, whatever the his show is.
1: Yeah, hit play, record.
0: Anyway, but the whole thing is, I watched it in Japanese and I, I I dug it because I I think it helps with the cringiness. To be honest, right, right. Because if you watch it in the original format, it you you, you can tell <laughs> off of voices how how cringy it is. You can tell off of the dialogue that's written in the subtitles, but you know, yeah. Sometimes it helps. Uh, but yeah, so so the Tatooine Rhapsody I thought was was kind of weird, but also fun and quirky. I I did when I was watching that episode, I did switch it to English just for when they were singing, just to see if the song was also dubbed. And then I saw like yeah, you have to watch the shit in Japanese. Right. It's no good. Um, I watched. I remember the twins, the one with the the the, the two. I mean, they're pretty obvious parallel. I to.
1: I I hated that episode too honestly
0: can i be honest with you that's probably my least favorite for a very a very stupid reason
1: i think i agree and i think i know why
0: is it the fucking fighting in space
1: them breathing in space what the fuck right, carlos you know all right let me let me go over this so like as soon as that happened i i was immediately like what the fuck like yeah this is, this is so <laughs> like stupid. you gotta get
0: back in that's the whole, I, yeah. I was just
1: like <laughs> And and the droid had a fucking face mask for, like, breathing on. I was like, what the fuck is this? It makes mm-hmm. no goddamn sense. So I made a comment on the Visions, like, Star Wars Instagram post. I was like, episode, was it two or three, of, three? Yeah, it was episode three. I was like, what the hell was with this episode? It was so stupid. They're breathing in space. And then a bunch of people criticizing my comment, like, oh, you'll believe that they are mystical space wizards fighting and there's Harry... Wookie creatures running around and people with Jedi powers that can levitate stuff. And I go, all right, first off, this is a universe where the rules are clearly well established. You know? Well,
0: yeah, I mean, okay, but
1: in any movie in universe, you have a set of rules for what this universe is like, like what you can and can't do within this universe, right? Mm-hmm no matter what the story is about or what star Wars is about or what things happen in star Wars, we've always seen that there's no breathing in space. It just doesn't happen. So for it to happen in this episode is jarring to the viewer immediately. And there's no explanation for it. So just because there's mystical space wizards in star Wars doesn't mean that automatically it should be okay that someone could breathe in space because that's not been established in this universe. Am I wrong? Right.
0: Well, see, I <laughs> I bumped into it too, so I won't say you're wrong. And and I did, I did think that was annoying when I was watching it. I was like, I'm I'm pull- I was pulled out of the out of the movie. Uh, but I do see the point of this is the whole point of this show is that it's non-canon. And you're, you're, you're giving creative license to these studios to do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, they, they also kind of made a bunch of shit up with the with the lightsabers being like the, they're supposed to change color or whatever. When like you, there was a bunch of liberties being taken with the mythology in general, uh, with the idea also like Astro Boy was like a was like a droid and he, he had the Force. That was yeah. also kind of a fast and loose with the with established rules. Uh, but it did. I did think it was kind of excessive, maybe it's the word, for them to be fighting in space, just because it looked cool. You know, right. I, that's the way I felt when I watched it. I feel like it right. would be it, it because it it's like automatically deflates all the stakes when you're having two gods fighting, and, yeah. and everyone's immortal, and you know no yeah. damage can be done. Yeah, I I s- s- sowned out. Uh, right. Another weird thing. Um, so I, like at a storytelling level, that I thought that was poor, but the, he fucking jumped into hyperspace outside the cockpit of the. You remember that? I know. The bit? Yeah,
1: yeah. That yeah. was weird. I I just ah uh, that episode, I, mind you,
0: I liked I liked the beginning of the episode. I, I thought it was really cool.
1: I thought the premise of the yeah. episode was interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. They had like two two starter stories stitched together, and that yeah. was that was that looked rad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just kind of went off the rails with that.
1: I, I, yeah, I just the couldn't deal space. with it. I don't know. It was too outrageous for me. Some people yeah. are able to just suspend all disbelief and just not care. Not me. Like, this is Star Wars. This is my beloved baby. Like, don't <laughs> fuck with my baby. <laughs> don't get attached. Attachment
0: leads yeah. to jealousy. I know. Um, <laughs> the Village Bride. I, that one is probably the least memorable to me.
1: Yeah, a lot of people were saying that's their favorite one, and I, I was like, it. I was legit falling asleep during that yeah, episode. I don't get it. I I don't know. I don't know. It, it reminded me a little bit of uh,
0: what's the the Miyazaki movie, the Princess Mononoke. Oh, like, uh okay. the beginning is is a little bit like that, right? But it doesn't. I don't. I don't think it come to, It came together in, in any way. It, they had kind of like a dumb villain, like anime villain that I really didn't care for. Right, but yeah, it wasn't that that I hated it or anything. It's just I I didn't care. Right, you know, uh, one of the the big ones, the one of the ones that people have loved is the the ninth Jedi.
1: Yeah, I like that one.
0: Um, that was a good one. Uh, yeah, it had a, kind of like a fetch questy vibe to it. I think that's that's one of the if they make another season, which it's looking like they might.
1: I can they see a lot will. of these stories. I think they're going to yeah.
0: I can see a lot of these stories expand. I mean, a lot of them ended up in kind of a cliffhanger or with more yeah. to tell, including be, the fucking yeah, Twins. It,
1: it would be cool <laughs> if they carried on the stories that they were going for, you know? I, I feel like they should do a mix
0: of, like, carry some, like, half of those stories be carried on and have of yeah. them be new stuff for the next season. Right. You know, some some mix like that for us to keep getting good mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Uh, but, that, yeah, that, that was also very Kyber. Kyber. And it had, like, a triple twist, you know? Remember? When they're like, maybe it's a Sith trap. And then it turned out that all the Jedi were in the dark side. And the, the yes. guy who they said was a Sith was actually the Jedi. And yeah. <laughs> the Padawan was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I liked <laughs> that
1: little twist. Yeah, because it, it was like a, f- a triple legend What uh, did you think they, about... Um, yeah. What was it? The one with the old man. Oh,
0: that was, that's where I was going next. Yeah. Because we were talking about Astro Boy, and that was fucking weird. Yeah. But the Elder...
1: The that, Elder. that gave me a lot of um, Qui Gon Jinn Obi Wan vibes. As- aside the- from that, uh, aside from the duel, that was my favorite episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I agree with you. Yeah. Um
0: Well, th- there was there was so he- here's my uh, maybe I'll t- I'll tell you my my top three or whatever at the end. Mm-hmm. But this is one of the, this one's up there, and the reason is it reminded me a lot of the like the beginning of Phantom Menace. Um where these two Jedi are, are out there. And the, it's kind of like where I wished the way Obi-Wan would, would be portrayed in Phantom Menace, where he's just too young and eager for right. to see some action because it's been peacetime for to- too long. Right. Uh, and I feel like this one delivered on the promise. Uh, the idea yeah. that the Sith are revealed in this episode is kind of mm-hmm. similar to the way Dark Maul was, you know, revealed in Phantom Menace. And yeah. the way they fucking killed the elder, that was fucking sick. It was sick, yeah. You remember when he puts the hilt right yep. next to the heart and then turns it on? Yeah, uh, that was yeah. Crazy I, I really shit. liked
1: it, and I liked how like creepy he was, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. it was very, it was very cool. The the master, the the master the Jedi master was also a lot of the things that reminded me of, of Qui Gon. The idea that yeah. that he he allowed for the Padawan to have connections right because he saw that like for him to hang out with the kids and stuff like that that he needed to have that interaction which right. is very it's pre-jedi dogma that you yeah. see in the prequels so mm-hmm. yeah i love that episode too that episode was great that's one of the, the good ones yeah uh then i remember that episode ended and, and then thumbnail for the next one was the fucking uh rabbit and i was like oh fuck we're doing another dumb one right Mm-hmm. And I really actually enjoyed it. The Lop and Ocho, or however the fuck you pronounce that, um, yeah, the the one with the rabbit at the beginning, and and the, it's kind of like Ezra, where it's like a street rat, and then he gets adopted into a family, right? Um, I re- actually I fucking dug it. I
1: thought
0: that was a really good I kinda one. I
1: kind of liked it too.
0: Yeah, and and uh, it, it reminded me a lot of like the 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 fucking rabbit. <laughs> I, I gotta refer to it as the rabbit because I don't. Uh, the fucking rabbit started out as like Ezra vibes to me because the whole street red th- uh, thing, and then towards the end, when the when the old man gives him or her, I don't know what the fuck it is, it's a rabbit, uh, the lightsaber, uh, I, 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 and saying like you're not my blood, but you're still you know my family or whatever, and the yeah. idea that the lightsabers are passed through generations is also like a new concept. I mean, a right. new hope. Kind of deals with it a little bit, but it's it, Obi Wan makes that shit up. Um, but um, it also a, at the end that rabbit reminded me of of Ray truly, and and the idea of uh, Kylo Ren being like the the true like the 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 blood relative of the heroes, yet uh, he turned into the villain, and the fake relative became the hero, right? Right. So the, it became like a very like those two sisters. I guess became like a Kylo Ren Ray relationship to me towards the end, and it's still yeah. open for more. Right. Uh, and I hope they explore that. Uh, yeah. Next episode.
1: I kind yeah, of dug it.
0: Yeah, that's probably up there for me too. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last one is the the love one. What do you think of that?
1: Wait, which one was it? Akakiri. You know, the one with the... with oh, the, the, the final episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it goes to rescue the the princess from the... Right, 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 right. The Sith.
1: It was... It was probably in the middle of the pack for me. Right, right, right. It was just kind of like, all right, like, yeah. I, I felt like if they should have started strong and ended strong.
0: Yes, this is true. I feel like they have had
1: a stronger ending episode. They needed to put some of the shit ones in, like, the middle, and then... Just like, you know, kind of like, end it with a bang.
0: See the interesting thing about this one, I have trouble tr- remembering a lot of the de- the details, which kind of
1: yeah
0: speaks about Goes a lot to about show, yeah yeah exactly. But I did rem- I do remember very vividly the ending was really sick because it was like the the Padme Anakin thing where he sold his right. he sold to the devil, the devil, yeah. and now he had to like go do be dark. Uh, but they also played with the idea of uh, resurrection, right? Where, mm-hmm. where the 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 guy the resurrected the the woman and and you know that Ray Kylo thing, but it's yeah. weird that at the end he didn't die at the end he had to go to the to the dark. Yeah, seat, he I just kind of like casually yeah.
1: walks away. Like I don't know, it, it felt like very anticlimactic, but in like a I don't even know, like a old style cinema way hmm Yeah, exactly. Not it, true. But yeah, yeah. Not the
0: Hollywood ending.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, which which is
0: it's a good point. It was interesting. Uh, but overall, what do you think? Which are your, your top
1: three, I guess? Alright, top episodes. three. Um you had to pick. I still say the duel is number one. I just loved the art the art style was just absolutely yes. fucking beautiful. I loved how it was like that like smoky black and white. Yeah, um, and, like, film artifacts like and shit like that. And you see, like, the, the guys appearing out of the smoke and stuff like that. You know, it was all straight Akira Kurosawa, and I absolutely dig that that style and what he did with film. So, like, for them to pay homage to that, I absolutely loved it. Um, and then I would say second would be um, The Elder. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then th- third oh god this see this is where like i'm stuck Is because like those are the two that i really like and then all the rest are just like kind of like middle of the pack Mm -hmm. um i would probably say lop and oach
0: Uh, there you go
1: that's the one with the rabbit looking girl
0: yeah yeah oh it's a girl there you go
1: yeah, just having it's having trouble identifying. Yeah, it's a I, well, They don't <laughs> want
0: to assume any genders, you know.
1: Oh. <laughs> yes. What do now, you think?
0: I think... Um, well, I could perfectly say the same ones you said, but I think my order is a little bit different. Uh, the Elder, I think, for me, is like the... Number one. Well, number one, yeah. Because that that character was just so appealing. He yeah. didn't look like a villain. Like, he... he- if you put him in the different context, that elder character, he looks like a mentor figure in a different movie. You know, right? The
1: way he looks, right? Um, but I, I think that they also did a good job of showing, like, sort of like what, um, what Star Wars did with Yoda, how like the frog looking, right? Creature yes, creature is actually the wise old master. So yes. they kind of did that same thing where, like, you see this old, creepy, weird-looking stupid man you think is just, like, a homeless guy or something, and he ends up being this wise Sith Lord that's just able to absolutely dominate, you know? Well, the whole, that's also the Palpatine's whole deal is just looking
0: like, he, the, like he's better than he is, like, like he's worse than he is.
1: But Palpatine is literally just straight up that meme where the guy's like, call an ambulance! But not for me. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Because Palpatine's always like push down, weak, yeah. too weak. <laughs> and then all exactly. of a sudden he's like ah!
0: the, the deceiving Sith way. Exactly. Um, but yeah, the Elder for me was probably the the one of the great ones. Um, okay. I gotta say, Lopinoto. Yeah. It's it's up there. Uh, I really like that character. I like the idea that the lightsabers are path through families which is also yeah. like a, a an addition to the story that we hadn't seen bef- before mm-hmm. and uh fuck I mean duel is an obvious one yeah the duel is an obvious one
1: if you had to add I, a fourth
0: if I had to add a fourth I would say you're gonna kill me
1: you're gonna say the fucking band one no actually the astro boy one wow I really enjoyed it, especially the. You know the what? Indiana. Like, I thought I thought, it, it thought, it really I thought cool. the story was okay. It it's the art style that I just couldn't get past. It was too kiddie and annoying for me. Yeah, I will.
0: I, yeah, I, as I was watching, and I, I I always have to remember this. All this shit is made for kids, right? And uh, I always go back to Jar Jar Binks whenever I get annoyed with like cutesy characters and shit, like was I always have to remember uh, that. I uh, um, I always remember Jar Jar. Uh, in my head I always hear Darger when I'm trying to sleep at night. But um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so... so. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do it. Uh, people know. I'll do it anyway. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah, so those to me are like the, the, the best ones. The worst one, I got to say, though, it's probably just because of boredom's sake, I would say the, the one with the village, the village bride. Right, I just thought it was the flattest one. There are other ones that I think are, are probably worse, but I think it's actually worse when you're unremarkable than when you are bad, <laughs> you know, because yeah. you remember the bad shit, mm-hmm. uh, which is why the prequels are, are kind of cool in that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they're really remarkable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but yeah, uh, the, I know your least favorite one, is it the the Tatooine Rhapsody one?
1: Um... Because
0: they did your boy dirty.
1: Dirty. I mean, they didn't even do him dirty. It's just like the whole episode was dirty. Like, it was... You know, I suspended my disbelief. I said it's an anime. It's, you know... It's just... To see a fucking hut... With a nose ring and fucking long hair, like a rocker... I thought that was like,
0: cool. <laughs> I thought that was
1: cool. I was getting, like, zero the hut vibes, but, like, times a thousand Ooh, of stupidity. yeah see the hud oh my and god and then i started thinking of the the Cy snoodles episode where it's like a film oh i love, that episode. I, <laughs> love that episode
0: I love sugar oh my <laughs> god i love it <laughs> so it's one of my favorite fucking episodes
1: so outrageous bro yes so that's out- why i love it outrageous. they have a whole
0: fucking showgirls sequence in that, <laughs> that episode <laughs> where it's like <laughs> she's like the biggest sex symbol oh Ah, the best line in that episode. And I'm just geeking out geeking out about that episode. The best mm-hmm. line is when like Size Noodles and Sear the Hut are romancing through the through the prison uh, uh gate. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and uh, and she's saying like I love you or whatever. She you know, like a nineteen forties noir shit. And and he's like, Do you really mean Dan? And she's like, uh from the bottom of my fluid sack. Some shit like that. <laughs> such, a, such, a, such a funny line. Yeah, it's that's the thing about Star Wars. It's always like uh, saying like regular cliche shit and just twisting a little bit so it makes sense in the context of that universe. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, I brought that that show the the that episode of the the Tatooine Rhapsody one because I know you love Boba, and actually you you recently dressed as Boba, right? What, tell us about I did. That story.
1: So everyone everyone who's been listening knows that I was working on my Boba Fett cosplay for quite some time now. It's been like, I think I started it in January or February. Um, <laughs> So it's now October. It's been a long time coming and it is basically all done. And so I did one small Comic-Con um at the end of August and that was like a close to home one. First Comic-Con, I did a cosplay contest, ended up coming in first place. It was fucking awesome. Like even though it was a smaller con, like just to know that I ended up coming in first, one 200 bucks, big st- uh big trophy. It was just a great time. I learned a lot of lessons like at that cos or, you know, doing the cosplay of like uh things I need to fix for the costume to make it more sturdy. Um Hmm. how it's going to be with the visor on trying to like navigate the room and everything like that. Um, You know, things I needed to pay attention to.
0: How do you take a piss?
1: Yeah, that too. It's a serious thing. It's like, no, it's a question I'm I'm asking. Oh, I mean, honestly, (laughs) honestly, I just flip up the, the hakama uh, and I Uh have a zipper and the pants and I just let loose. The hard thing for me is having the gauntlets on. uh, you know, when I take a pee, I have to take off my helmet have to put down the blaster and I have to take off the gloves <laughs> or I can leave the gloves the on if I want to. But I mean, it's, it's kind of yeah, a pain well, in the dick either way. Um, no, no that's, pun intended. that's the big thing. It's like with the gloves on, I'm i I'm very immobile to like things I can grab. Like I can't like pull out my <laughs> phone and like get photos and stuff like that. Um, going from the first cosplay to the new one, which I just did, which was New York comic con, which was absolutely incredible. Um, it was mobbed. I mean, supposedly the numbers were a lot smaller because of COVID this year mm-hmm. than the previous years, but it, it was still a massive amount of people. The Javits Center in New York City was, they did an expansion and it was just fucking humongous. Um, highlights for me one, yes. just having my cosplay so squared away. I was, I mean, so my buddy was also um, Darth Maul. And his makeup took three and a half hours. We we're waiting for him to finish up and then we went over Holy fuck, and it and was but but it looked spectacular. I saw so the, the pictures, yeah. The, yeah By yeah. the way, yeah.
0: everyone should check out the pictures in the Dank Farrick Instagram. They're really yeah, great. We'll
1: we'll post some more in there for sure so you guys could see. But um everyone loved our costumes. And I swear we must have gotten stopped to take photos literally about a thousand times. Like I'm, I'm not even joking when one person would stop us, 10 more would come over trying to get photos with us or of us. And Mm -hmm. especially like, you know, if I walked up to a a guy wearing a Mandalorian suit and I was like, Hey, like want to take photos? And they're like, yeah, then everyone would see us together and just bum rush us. And then we'd be stuck there taking photos for like 20 fucking minutes. So that would keep happening. So um, highlight for that was just like feeling like a celebrity for once. You know, it's like, holy shit, like I'm Boba Fett and everybody loves Boba Fett and they're all coming over and they're all really enjoying this. And it was great um, two, an- just random, crazy moments, like just funny shit that happened. So me and me and my buddy as mall were just walking down the aisle by like the it was called Artist Alley. We're all like the comic people had their their booth set up. And walking towards us the opposite way is a Qui-Gon and an Obi-Wan from episode (laughs) one. So I go, I go, Joey, Joey, oh, oh shit, oh shit. And then, so I'm wearing a speaker with a a microphone going through my helmet so people can hear me loudly. So I just Mm -hmm. start going, and I start doing the fucking theme, uh, the Duel of the Fates. And everyone starts, like, I'm talking, like, you think of, like, a school fight from seventh grade, and crowded around in that way, so all the, you know, the Obi-Wan and the Qui-Gon were like, oh, shit, and they start getting their lightsabers ready, and then my buddy grabs his lightsabers out of his bag and puts it together, and then they start fighting, and me, (laughs) since since I'm not, like, getting in the way of the lightsabers, I just start, like, bouncing around, like but like i have the speaker going so everyone can hear me and it was it was just absolutely hilarious and i'm still looking for that clip if anyone can find that clip i will reward you significantly i need to find it because i don't have it because i wasn't able to pull out my phone in time a bunch of people recorded it and i still haven't seen it i've been looking so please if you find it send it our way
0: oh my god that's amazing
1: yeah absolutely incredible
0: the the duel of the fates happening and Boba Fett on the side being the hype man. It's yeah. Theme. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: That's excellent. so just just to, all right. Here's the downer of the Comic Con, which I was really let down. So I had purchased a meet and greet, sort of a, a photo op with D. Bradley mm-hmm. Baker. Yes. For those who don't know, Dee Bradley Baker is from Clone Wars, Rebels, yada, yada, yada. Does all the clone voices. He does the Bad Batch. And I was so excited to meet him. And so my thing was set, the photo op was set for 5.20 p.m. I go to the bathroom and like, obviously, we're like navigating the crowd. People are stopping us for photos. We get there at 5.25. I'm assuming there's still going to be a line. There's no more line, and he's gone. He just left in five minutes from when the, I, the photo op was supposed to be. So I didn't even get the photo.
0: Wait, I don't understand, though. So were you the last one he was supposed to take a photo
1: with? So there was no set order. It was just going to be a line, and then everyone goes in, takes their photo, and then leaves. Uh-huh. And within five minutes, everyone was already gone at in that line. And I wasn't able to take the photo because he left. He didn't stick around for like 20, 25 minutes or anything. He just left. So I had to get a, re- I mean, I at least got a refund on it, but like I was really let down because I wanted to see him. It's like, you know, I show up five minutes after the photo op is supposed to start and he's already gone. Like what?
0: So he took everyone's pictures in five minutes.
1: Yeah. It's like how many people were on this line that it only took two minutes or three minutes. Like it, it's insane. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. So I, was re- I was really let down about that. But an, a cool thing that kind of made up for it. So this girl who was working there told me like when when she told me to get a refund for the, the D. Bradley Baker thing, she's like, oh, but you have to go see Charles Sewell um, who wrote The War of the Bounty Hunters, which is the comic that's been coming out now of Boba Fett. Um, He's also wrote between, a great many yeah he's, wrote, he's written, yeah, he's universe. written a lot, but currently he's doing uh, War of the Bounty Hunters, which, you know, uh, for those who don't know, is in between episode five and six. And it's about, like, Boba getting um, Han's body in carbonite back to Jabba the Hutt and, like, all the stuff that ensues in between that. So she told me to go visit him, so I went to Artist Alley, and I went up to his booth. He immediately, like, stopped. It was like, oh, crap. Like, wow, that's awesome. And he loved my costume and he wanted to take a photo with me, took a photo. He posted it on his Twitter and his Instagram. Absolutely loved it. And he signed a first edition copy of the, the first comic for me. And uh, it's it's just awesome. So I got that sealed in a case and uh, I'm not letting that one go. It was a great awesome. moment.
0: Yeah. Now you have to catch up with those comics. It's your absolutely. Your
1: I mean, I, honestly, I haven't read them. I just saw like the highlights on Star Wars Theory. But uh, I'm definitely going to read them now. Yeah,
0: Prendakira is in it. She is. She's back, back in business.
1: She gets Han's body back for some time. Yeah. So in she, the Carbonite. She survived Mole. So, oh, she survived Mole. Like, yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's um, it's pretty sick. is great, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. He's one of the great Star Wars writers. Yeah. Uh, but no, but that's great, dude. I, I really wish uh, we could go together at some point. I mean we're still everyone. planning
1: to go to Celebration if we can. So yeah. That's that's our big goal. We're trying to we're trying to make it out to Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim. I just don't know. It's like how do these cosplayers do it with their their outfits and not breaking them? Like if they're not driving, how like do over you Go customs, you mean? Yeah, how do you transport like plastic and, you know, the delicate objects? I I'm going to have to put these thing in like gorilla you, cases and I, yeah, you gotta money. look up at
0: some subreddit or something. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I got like to look
1: into that because I'm like, into you that. You know, worried about that. I'm not making a cross country trip on the the road. That would take fucking forever.
0: No. Yeah. No. No. That's crazy.
1: And gas All is right. way too expensive right now. Thanks, Biden. But uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Obama. We're still blaming Obama.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: great uh yeah well well guys please let us know uh, first of all what do you think of star wars visions and also uh what do you think of tyler's suit uh costume i guess yeah
1: we're gonna we're gonna post more photos on that and guys it's been like two months since we've done an episode and i know we've said we we're gonna stay more on on it and you know do more concurrently just a lot of shit's been going on in our lives and it's, it's been a tough yeah. time so just also, bear with more- us we're trying to get back into it
0: more Star Wars is going to start porting in now. Also,
1: yeah, that's uh, the other thing. There, there really hasn't been too much of like new content coming out. So I feel like it's all right that we kind of took like a little hiatus. But I mean, we're back. We're gonna start doing this more. Don't worry about it. We're we're gonna we're gonna do this. So stay yes. tuned.
0: We we've heard uh, there are rumors circulating through the city that <laughs> um <laughs> that the Boba Fed trailer is coming up pretty soon. It has to this week or the next so when that happens we will uh, absolutely
1: we'll absolutely an that. Yes. talk about that
0: but yeah so as always uh, may the force be with you always God,
1: thank you Fair.